Mai Ki Tenei Hotaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman here. Now the spotlight again on our grocery sector. How to compete against the giants? Online grocery business Supi goes out of business after being placed in voluntary administration. And on the panel, we've heard a lot about the rural-urban divide in the last year. Does it even exist? I'll tell you at quarter past four, new research out. And cancel culture coming into the silly season. Big groups who cancel on a whim can place a business entirely at risk. Well, one, Edward got in touch with the panel saying, well, you haven't heard the half of it. So we discussed that uh, after 4.30. And trick or treat tonight, is that a hard no from you? An overhyped fad? Or one of the greatest evenings ever in your street? Your thoughts on that? And back to our occasional panel show and tell feature. Very popular, this one. Our last one was a doozy. A green cricket cap and blazer owned by a granddad who played alongside the great Don Bradman in 1931. What do you have tucked away? We're here for you. Text me 2101 or email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me this afternoon, Lavina Good, broadcaster and sports commentator. Kia ora, Lavina. Yeah, kia ora, Willis. Uh, Namihi, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's a pleasure. And Liam here, partner at Freeban and Hair Lawyers, political commentator, National Party member. Kia ora, Liam. Hey, how's it going? Very well indeed. Nice to have you here. Well, to this first, uh, this year marks 100 years of uh, Forest and Bertha marking the milestone with a special contest. Many of you will have voted in their previous, you know, Bird of the Year surveys. This year they've rebranded it Bird of the Century. Of course, many of the participants you'll uh, expect to see are taking votes, including previous winners like the Tui Kakapo. But one group of river volunteers are backing what is perhaps an underappreciated species, the Tarapihore, or black-fronted fern, and this one is the one the panel will profile, because we always back the underdog here. With us is Judith Huey, Ashley Rakahuri River Gear Group spokesperson. Welcome, Judith. Kira Willis and Pamela. It's hardly a national symbol in the way of the Tui or the Kiwi are. Tell us about this underdog. That's true. It really is an underdog, and it's it's going down quick if we don't do something about it, like a lot of the endangered birds. Um, so the Taraparoi is a black-fronted tern. There are a lot of terns, but this one's pretty special because it comes way up inland to nest on only braided rivers in the South Island. It can go way up as far as the Mount Cook rivers, Waitaki Basin, mm. Cass, Ohau, Tekapo. And we love it on the river, and... And we're backing it because it is having a really hard time. It's the worst breeder on the little river here in um, near Rangiora in North Canterbury. It just doesn't do well at all. Um, and we do believe if you care for the river, you care for the birds. So we hope this will bring it up to prominence. But anyway, we mightn't win, but we might get our name out there. And starting, the starting, with, starting with the panel, this is a bit sad, I didn't realise. So this black-fronted turn, Tarapiro here, can you describe for our listeners just what it looks like? It's a beautiful little bird. It's not that big. Um, you mostly see it, um, it hawks up and down the river. So it's got a beautiful flight and all of a sudden it'll just dive down and catch an insect in the air or a little fish out of the river. It's just stunning. It's sort of grey with a bit of white on the back 
It's got very bold orange feet and a beak, and it's got that little black cap on the top when it's breeding. Um, it's our prettiest and littlest black cap. Oh, <laughs> this is something, Lavina, worth uh, highlighting. Hey, you've got this uh, uh, underdog here, uh, not much discussed, so let's give it a bit of a plug, right, Lavina? Oh, Wallace, I wish I hadn't have voted. I really <laughs> wish I hadn't have voted because my heart is leaning towards the underdog, the black cap that went down by, what, a few runs to Australia. It really is. But I love the Tarapihori and I really, really hope the exposure is great, but I'm really sorry I've gone for the Paradise Shell Duck. Good I have. You. I don't know if anyone else wants to vote, but, you know, in terms of ducks, <laughs> the Shell Duck is more eye-catching than... Others, so I'm sorry I voted. I, I can I vote again, Wallace? Can I vote twice? Two two ticks. I don't know. You might have to ask our political spokesperson here whether you can do two ticks for Forest, <laughs> Forest and Bird. Liam, let's bring you in. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to say that I have washed my hands of all bird voting competitions after the time that they gave it to a bat, and it just oh. you know, like for me, the um, the bird voting movement jumped the shark at that point. So, I'm sorry. I'm I'm cynical, and I'm, I'm a, I have to confess to being a non-voter. Yes, well, you know, there, there, uh, I mean, there is that too, Judith. Eh? There is. I mean, this has been going along for a long. Maybe that's why they rebranded it as Bird of the Century to highlight the importance of. Um, some of these birds, because if they don't get highlighted, they could possibly leave us. That's dead right, Wallace. And, and, and the Taraparohe, they believe it's going to drop by um, up to 50 to 70% of its population within the next 30 years. There may only be about five to 10,000 at the moment in New Zealand. Um, and I think forests and birds thought mm. about that. And they are pointing yeah. out, if we love our birds we'll end up caring for them. But if we don't know about them, how are we going to love and care for them? We've got to know them first. And we all, like you said, we know the care and the kākāpō, and they're already important, the tui, the kiwi. But there's dozens of others in this um, contest, if you mm. can call it that, we've never heard of. We might see them, but we, don't, we can't identify them. Doesn't that change your mind, Liam, you know, where you've got a busy day in your, your lawyer chambers, you want to go and get a coffee, and you hear the sound of a bird and it just sort of, you sit down on a park bench and you take 10 and you're surrounded by native birds. Doesn't it change your mind? Oh, I'm pro-bird. So, you know, like, you know, this has been a, a good conversation, you know, it sort of, um, I suppose, made it all a bit more real again for me. So I, I can only promise that I'll give it a solemn consideration, <laughs> but... You know, I have to hear from the other candidates first, you know. Yes, fair enough. So finally, uh, those who haven't voted, Andrew, unlike uh, Levine who has voted, um, <laughs> a final shout-out for the black-fronted turn, uh, Tarapero here. Why should we get in behind this wonderful little underdog? Well, I haven't got a bat for a start, you know. Yeah. It could do with a bat on the river, um, just to fend off the rats and everything else. But vote for it, because it's a little bird. We're speaking out for it, and it'll give it a chance to get known. There have been some big projects for it, but they can't keep going. At one stage, they put rings of steel around them. That means hundreds of traps to just try and top the predators. But if people don't know about them and New Zealanders don't love them, it's hard to keep the programs going. It's all about money and expenses and experts, isn't it? So I think Liam should whip down to the river or along the coast someday and take a look at them. Get there, Liam. Get down there, Liam. Yep. <laughs> we'll invite him here. All right. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, but I can't yeah. make any promise about where my loyalty is going to go. Oh, but I, good I, on I, you, Liam. Engage in the democratic process um, <laughs> with all sincerity in my heart. The panel has done one thing. He's changed his voting patterns. Very right. good. All right, uh, Judith Cura, that's really nice to have you on. Judith Hugh there uh, from the Ashley Rakahuri River Care Group there. Um, nice to have you off for company. If you've just joined us, welcome uh, to the program. Someone says you can vote for five birds. So there you go. Uh, we have Lavina Gu, we have Liam here and uh, we have uh, one of the occasional uh, panel features. Call the panel show and tell. Recall when you used to go to school, you know, primary school and you used to take along something uh, to show all the kids. We do that here every two weeks. Uh, something you've hidden in your cupboard. It may be a, a special blazer from times gone past. It might be a piece of sporting Memorabilia. It might be a si- famous signed book, a a record of Bad Jilly the Witch that Spike Milligan signed. Anything. Text me two one zero one. What's something really special that you've never told anyone, but you're going to tell us? Text us. All right. Time for I've been thinking. Lavina, good. Take it away. Well, for the last 30 seconds, I've been thinking about cats because we're trying to protect our birds and draw attention to them. And I'm thinking maybe we need to address the cats, but that's for another show. That's for another show, Wallace, for sure. Mm. Um, today, earlier, I've been thinking it's Halloween and I've been thinking about the lollies and the sweets and it drew my attention to Air New Zealand. Uh, I fly a lot and I reckon I've negated a sweet lolly 80% of the time because it's just a hard, cheap lolly wrapped in plastic, which I do not like. And I reckon we should go maybe to a couple of listeners out there if they consider a few things as to what they would like to consume as the plane starts to descend. Perhaps it's a dehydrated kiwi fruit recycled in paper or maybe a milk sweeter. I'm not sure. But what I do know is that our national carrier is providing us with a lolly that probably lots of people don't want and on the day where lots of lollies are out there and being presented to kids maybe there's some kids out there we're an innovative country that can come up with an idea that when we're on a plane and we are flying and are about to descend they can come up with something that supports New Zealand can support the industry of New Zealand and it's good for the environment. I'm open to all ideas. I think it's a great idea. I'm over the those boiled sweets and the plastic. I, you know, I, I just I've never liked them. Even when I was a kid, those boiled sweets. I always thought, why can't they come up with something better, something else? I'd love to hear from you. Uh, my my um, uh, contribution to that, Lavina, is as you descend, what about dried apricots? Don't you love those? Even better. Yeah, Yum. I love a dried apricot. Oh. I'll take an apricot, Wallace. I'll right. take an apricot over. A boiled lolly. In New Zealand, are you listening? What about dried apricots? There you go. Thank you, Levita. Liam, here I've been thinking. Well, I've been thinking about the World Cup still. I know it's like still, it's two days later now. No, it's epic. It's just, oh no, it's just, it was so frustrating. Um, It was the most frustrating game of rugby I've watched in a long time. And I don't mind, I don't, you know, losing sucks and, um, but, you know, that's part of rugby too. Um, on-field referee mistakes, that sucks, but that's part of rugby too. What shouldn't be part of rugby, I think, is the television match official. I think that well, I've been thinking that that's got to go. Um, it's There's a saying that the enemy, you know, the, 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 the perfect should not be the enemy of the good. 
And when you've got, um, you know, exciting mm. tries um, being, being, being sort of um, cancelled or reversed because of uh, things that happened four, five, six phases before, um, it's just ridiculous. It takes all the drama out of the game. I'd rather live with an imperfect referee than with an um, omnipotent television match official that just completely ruins um, the flow of what was already a pretty frustrating you say, game. You say that now, but when the injustice is done to the All Blacks, you'll go the other way and you'll say, we should have TMOs, we should have, uh, <laughs> we should have uh, more precision in our judging. Um, that, I think that your assumption that I would be a giant hypocrite is actually very insulting. Um, it's it's uh, just not it's not true. It's not an evidence. No. I can live with imperfection. I'm a conservative. You know, I believe that you know the world is imperfect. It's a broken place, and that schemes for human improvement are doomed to fail. Enough of this rugby liberalism. We need to just get back to accepting that sometimes bad things happen to good people. But the PMO shouldn't ruin the game. Well, Lavina, like you'd have watched this closely. Yeah, you're, I, yeah. T- <laughs> tell me your take. I've got a couple of thoughts on it. I, I, I do think that um, it's not the issue of the, the referee on, on the field with the whistle, and I agree with Liam that it was a very frustrating game to watch, one of the most frustrating that I have watched. But the yeah. issue is with um, rugby in general and the rules and the fact that you, you've got a, you know, a game where you can have 10 minutes with someone's on the sideline that can assess everything. I don't want to assess that. I don't think we should assess that. I think it's strange that a try was awarded, but that was taken back, and yet when a penalty was awarded that literally decided the World Cup, a penalty Mm. that decided when a referee said, I made a mistake, I'm sorry, I'm like, it's the rules of the game that needs addressing and changing and rugby is is facing many issues at the moment. And I think Mm. rugby league, on the other hand, is showing great signs and maybe world rugby should have a look at that in terms of where it's going wrong. Otherwise, they'll lose the fans because there's plenty of frustrated fans here in New Zealand. Oh, we may well come back to this toward the end of the show, actually. That is so interesting. Uh, thank you so much, both of you. That's Liam here, Lavina Good, on this afternoon's panel, your show and tell. What is hidden in your cupboard? I can't wait to hear from you. Text me, 2101. Something special on the panel, RNZ National.